Ellie sat on her favorite boulder and looked Tack right in the eyes, telling him what was on her mind. Gramps shouldn't have taught me to read. Tack responded as he usually did when he received Ellie's confidences. He lowered his head, placing it on her knee for a rub. Ellie obliged her pet, stroking the white hair between his nubby horns with one hand while digging in the pocket of her homespun pinafore with the other. The mountain breeze toyed with the paper she withdrew. With difficulty, she smoothed the small poster out on her other knee. Dirty and wrinkled, it still made her heart beat a little faster. Royal Wedding and Coronation Princess Tipper and Prince Jairus, Dragon Keeper and Paladin All invited to the celebration. All invited, but Ella Cinderpart, Claren Bessipal, and her goat Tack can't come. No chaperone, no travel. Ma and Da aren't interested, and Gramps just laughs. You'll see, you'll see, is all he says. He should take me himself. Her younger brother's shrill yell came from the knoll rising out of the river to the east. Ellie! Ellie! He stood on the hill, grinning like a bear with a paw in the honey hive, and his face red from running. His stubby Tumenhofer body bounced with excitement. He held his fists above his head and whirled them around in circles. Something had set him off. She stood and hollered back. You best be calling me by my proper name out in the open and at the top of your lungs, Gustus Theron back. Ma will tan your hide if she's finding out you disgrace the family with such shabby care of our dignity. When he saw her, he cupped his hands around his mouth and shouted, You're wanted at home! It'd be good news! That information didn't impress her. Probably a delivery of the bolt of muslin ordered which meant she'd be cutting and dying lengths for making new clothes. Not exciting news at all. Can it wait? She gestured behind her to the scattered goat herd. I'll have to gather Tax clan if I'm to come home now. I'll come help you. Gustus charged down the hill toward the footbridge across the river. Ellie stared at him for a moment with her mouth hanging open. The good news had nothing to do with cloth. Her brother would never voluntarily help bring in the goats for something as mundane as new clothes. He scurried down the path, slipping some on the loose rocks. But the precarious descent did not slow him a bit. Even in the narrower patches where exposed roots of Arendon bushes tripped careless hikers, her sturdy brother skidded downward. Folding the royal celebration notice into a small square, Ellie stuffed it back in her pocket. She turned away from watching her brother's progress and nudged the goat. Come on, Tack. You find the nannies, and I'll find the billies. Ellie went one direction and Tack another. In a few minutes, she located the fifteen goats that formed the herd. Mostly young males, these animals preferred the rockier terrain. She suspected it had to do with their perpetual game of I'm up highest. She clicked her tongue and tapped her staff on a rock. Their heads rose as if all attached to the same string, though they didn't come right away. Each one chewed what was in his mouth and casually left his place one by one. Taking a serene amble down the hillside, they passed her, 
heading toward the bridge and home. When the last one clomped by, Ellie rested her staff on her shoulder and followed. Tack already had the nannies plodding along the bank toward the footbridge. Gustus Therenbach trailed the nannies and carried the smallest of the baby goats in his arms. He shouted when he caught sight of his sister. Hurry! Aunt and Uncle Blem and Yellowmont are at the house. I can't tell you the surprise, and I'm going to burst with keeping my tongue from wagging and you from knowing.